And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. Fighting on this week's episode of Dana White's Contender Series Tuesday, September 13th. 5-0 as a professional fighter and probably the coolest nickname I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, the sawed-off savage, Marnik Man. Marnik, how are you doing? Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? Great. Uh, very thankful that you're able to do this. And, you know, we got UFC 279 tomorrow. We got Dana White's Contender Series where you're fighting this week. A lot of things on the horizon, so I'm in a good mood. Um, so are, I know you're uh, all the way out there over in Montana, correct? Yes. Yep. Are you are you still there or are you in Vegas yet? No, I will leave for Vegas tomorrow at about, cool. I think we, our flight leaves at like one here or something. Are you, uh, are you going to make it in time for UFC 279? Do you have chance, do you have plans to go to that? We, we thought about it, but I also didn't want to commit to too much or anything. I would rather kind of play it by ear and everything right now, just depending how I'm feeling and everything. So sure. yeah. Yep. Have you kept up with that drama in order today? Have you heard what's going on with the card? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I saw a little bit online. I know that yesterday the press conference got canceled. Yeah. And then I also saw that um, that guy, he missed weight by what, eight pounds or something? Yeah, 8.5 yeah, that's, pounds. That's like, I've never missed weight, so I don't know, like, eight pounds, that's a lot. Like, that's that's almost like a whole nother weight class. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had one girl one time for a fight come in. I think it was like eight or nine pounds overweight before too. And I'm just like, how does that happen? You know, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Um, and I mean, he's Hamza Chimaev. He's one of the best welterweights in the world, but unprofessional in my opinion. Um, <laughs> now they're talking about, it's going to be Hamza Chimaev versus Kevin Holland and Tony Ferguson versus uh, a Nate Diaz. So I don't know. We'll see who Did knows. They what that then, or no, Does nothing's official. By the yeah. time I post this, it'll be a whole different world. So who knows? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about your fights, though. I think we're four or five days out now. How are you feeling? You excited? Yeah, I feel really good. This weight cut has been an absolute breeze. I'm definitely in the best shape that I've ever been in. Um, mentally, I'm in an amazing spot, like probably the best I've ever been in, too. And I'm just ready to go. That's awesome. I mean, you look great. You're glowing. You're uh, you're radiating good energy. So Oh, thank you. <laughs> it, it, it is translating. Um, do, you, do you spend your training camp at uh, Montana MMA? Yeah, yeah. I actually, so I was born in Kalispell. And as of like a year and a half ago, I was born and raised there. Never had the desire to leave or anything. But um, about a year and a half ago, um, my fiance got a really good paying job in Bozeman. And it made it to where I could just focus just on fighting. I used to be a waitress. I waitressed for like and he was like eight years or something. So it was really hard for me to be like, okay, this is okay, that this is the only thing I'm focusing on because I'm super self-sufficient. And yeah, so that's that's kind of the whole reason we moved down here. I have an amazing team. My coach is phenomenal. Like it's it's been really good and definitely a very good decision for my career. Do me a favor and just uh, name drop some fighters you train with, coaches who train you. It doesn't matter if you think people are know them or not. Get their names out there. Who's your squad? Um, so my coach is uh, Brian Dietz. Uh, lots of people know him in Montana. He's just an amazing person all around. Uh, one of his big things is obviously he wants us to win our fights and everything. But on top of that, he just wants us to be really good people too. He has really good, um, like there's good energy in the gym and 
yeah, it's just, it's a really, really good place. Um, some of the people I train with, let's see, we have a decent sized team. Let's see, we have Jared Ferguson, um, Maylin or Dawes, I think is how you say your last name. Sorry, Maylin, I don't know for sure. Uh, Sammy uh, Ader, uh, Ty Todd, Gage Saunders, um, Nate Gone. Let's see, who else do we got? Colton, I do not know how to say his last name. Uh, Blaine. I got, there is a ton of people. Oh, Braden, Pats, uh, Mitchell Klein. I mean, I got, I have a really big yeah. team. That's, I don't know if I even got everybody. So sorry, anybody that I missed. <laughs> bunch of, bunch of killers over oh, there Tyler in Montana. Kaiser. He will be upset if I, if Say I it again, because I cut you off. Tyler Kaiser. He's one of our undefeated, um, he was undefeated amateur. He just had um, his first pro fight. So I, he would have been upset if I forgot to mention him. <laughs> No, that's awesome, though. I mean, UFC really doesn't have the biggest Montana scene yet. So I'm excited to see you guys explode onto the uh, onto the horizon. Yeah, 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 we do. We have um, we actually have a lot of really good fighters here. Montana is a big state. I know the population isn't as big as a lot of other places. So we have a lot of good gyms here and everybody's kind of spread out that does put out really good fighters, too. I want to go to Montana one day. Very bad. I'm a big fisherman, big outdoorsman. There? No, I've never been past Colorado. I'm all the way out east. So love to make it out there someday. It's it's gorgeous. It's like, I don't know. That's why so many people want to move here. It's it's beautiful. And I think I'm a little bit spoiled because it's just the only thing I've ever known. So when I go to Vegas, I've been there a couple times, but it's just a couple days and I'm ready to go home. Just all the people I don't see mountains and you know the air is not very fresh or anything yeah. it's just gorgeous here we go hiking all the time um yeah we've been fishing camping all that kind of outdoor stuff yeah i'm very similar living out in like farmland pennsylvania so when i have to go into philly new york i'm like oh i need to get home yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so talking about your fight coming up on tuesday on the contender series as i mentioned you're five and oh as a professional nine and oh as a uh, fighter overall you have seven finishes in nine fights how is this I actually have eight it's uh i have one fight that's not listed on tapology i mean they that sometimes tapology. like all fights aren't you know listed on there but yeah i have i actually have 10 fights so it's eight out ten of ten fights finishes. eight finishes yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well that sounds even better than what i said so 10 and 0 <laughs> eight finishes fighting on contender series um what can we expect to see from you in the cage very exciting fighter very exciting fight how's it going down um honestly i just i i always fight to finish i don't want to rush anything of course because that's kind of where mistakes are made sometimes but um i know i'm an exciting fighter and um yeah i'm just going to be looking for a finish without forcing it of course whatever comes comes but i've finished it on the feet before i have submissions i have ground and pound wins all sorts of like different ranges i'm very very comfortable have you watched any uh, tape on your opponent, Bruna Brazil, yet? What are your thoughts on her? A little bit. I don't like to um, overdo it, though, because sometimes there's that issue where you're looking too much into everything to where you're building them up bigger than it needs to be. With that said, I always, always respect my opponents, expect them to be their very, very best on fight night. But um, I've watched a little bit. My coach has watched a little bit. And um, she she's, I think, like five or six inches taller than me. But I'm used to that. I'm five feet tall. It's nothing new for me. 
Um, she's really good at having people play at her range. She's, she's long and plays a good length game. Um, and she has really beautiful kicks too. So I'm really excited. I'm super stoked to be fighting somebody from a different country too. That's really, really cool. And it's a cool experience. I mean, you know what they say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So that, yeah. uh, that height advantage <laughs> is going to help you out. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Fighting someone from Brazil. That's like, you know, probably one of the like most, uh, in, influential countries uh in mma period so that that's awesome right there um you know just having your camp in the books seeing some stuff from bruna what's your prediction how does this fight end um like i said i'm looking for a finish i don't have a set like i don't want to make any set in stone predictions i do i do see me finishing the fight though anytime i fight like that's like I said, I just fight to finish. I don't fight just to try to outpoint somebody. My last fight, I was a little disappointed. I didn't finish it, but it happens as well. You know, I just don't like to leave it to the judges because I would rather me knowing how I did versus somebody telling me how I did, right. you know? Um, so, I mean, there's different ranges I could win this fight. I don't want to go too much into it because it's just kind of wait and see. <laughs> yep. I will certainly be watching and so will everybody here. Um, and yeah, that's a great point. Don't, don't leave it to the judges. Judges don't know what the hell they're doing most of the time. <laughs> um, so just real quick, I have to ask this question because my, my podcast is called Tapped Out. We're on the BetQL network. Um, do you sports bet at all? I don't even know if that's a thing in Montana, but I know you know what betting is. Are you about that at all? Yeah, um, occasionally, but just for fun. I don't get too invested or anything. It's just sure. kind of just for fun. Nothing, nothing too extensive. Just kind of go to the bar, watch the fights and 20 bucks, like put a couple bucks on fighters here and there. Cause seriously, anything can happen. I mean, injuries happen, crazy things happen, huge upsets, you know, you just yeah. actually never really know. <laughs> MMA is always 50, 50 in my opinion, just cause yeah. it, only, it only takes that or this. Um, yeah. So there's no odds out yet for your fight. I've been reading some like analytics and, and, and predictions people are saying it's going to be like a pick them like a minus 110 minus 110 type of odds what are your thoughts there like what do you what do you have to say to people who are going to throw money down on you because it's going to be on Fandle, it's going to be on DraftKings. people are going to be seeing your name and putting money down on it yeah i honestly i try not to look at that stuff too much just so i don't feel any pressure one way or another or anything but um just looking at my track record you know like i i am an undefeated fighter and i'm i'm gonna keep looking to do that you know there's going to be one day that it's not like odds of that there's going to be one day somebody's maybe a little better than you or you get caught or whatever but i don't see that happening with this fight and hey never feel bad for somebody like losing money on you i have so many fighters i interview that are like oh i hate when people are like messaging me after i after i lose and they're like dude you owe me money it's like oh i hate people that do that i bet on so many yeah. sports I would never yeah. message a fighter. Are you kidding me? So ignore yeah, that. No, that's, that's nonsense. That's really silly. <laughs> but get used to that as your name gets bigger because it's going to happen. So ignore those idiots. Uh, it's, it's on them. It's not on you. But uh, <laughs> so la last question here about betting. 279 is happening tomorrow night. You know, obviously the card's all over the place right now that we were just talking about. Do you have any predictions? Let's say uh, Tony Ferguson does fight Nate Diaz. Who wins that? Uh, Nate Diaz, I would think. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like I don't invest too much into looking at everything, but if I had to put money on somebody, I'm going to say Nate. I mean, I love Nate. What about yeah. uh, Hamzat versus Kevin Holland? Hamzat. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> I think Kevin's great too. I love that he's mouthy and everything. He's entertaining, but yeah. Yeah. I think uh, 
Kevin Holland, I think, is maybe from, I could be making this completely up, but I think he's from the Pacific Northwest. So, yeah, I have no idea. Like I said, I don't, I don't invest too much into all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Might be around your neck of the woods. But, um, anyways, enough of that. That's its own thing. That's UFC 279. Like I said, you're fighting on Contender Series. You got the big fight coming up Tuesday. You get the dub, right? You're sitting in the back room. You just talked to Laura Sanko post fight interview. You're waiting for Dana to come out and make his announcements. What do you Mm -hmm. have to say to the boss man? Um, it's going to be a pleasure working with you. <laughs> That's kind of, kind of like that. I don't have anything really that I want to say. I'm very more of just like, I guess on the spot kind of thing. Cause if I have this huge, like, like structured out, this is what I want to say. It never happens anyways. I, I don't end up saying anything I want to say. So I'm just, you know, just going to tell him it's going to be great working with you, sir. <laughs> I love that answer. That's a respectful answer. And it's a to the point, I'm a badass answer. So that's, that's an A plus for me. <laughs> um, do you have a potential like UFC debut in mind? Someone you'd like to maybe fight for your first fight? Um, I am not very sure. I will fight whoever they put in front of me more of. I don't have my eye particular in front of and on, on anybody. I don't ever call anybody out. I've never done that. Never been like that. So I'm kind of just open to whatever and just grateful um, when I get to be there and get to do that. So after you get to be there, after you do that, let's look ahead, like, I don't know, 20, 30 years now, way in the future. You did it all. You, you, you won on contender series. You made it to the UFC. You had a great career. What did that look like? What's your like dream career? Uh, dream career, um, hitting all the goals. I I've set lots of little goals for myself, you know, from when I was an amateur to being able to get a title and then being pro getting a pro title, uh, fighting on either, you know, Invicta or LFA, which I went to LFA UFC, obviously the next, next thing on my journey. But then after that, um, you know, being on the early prelims and then getting to, the, the later prelims and then the main card and then co-main and then main event. I mean, perfect story. That's kind of what I'm aiming for is something like that. Getting to fight all around the world would be awesome. Just getting the experience of traveling and kind of just the different people that I would get to fight too. It just, it's more, you know, just life experiences and everything. That would be, that would be an ideal career. I love that perspective. You really just seem like you're very appreciative of your position in life. So that's awesome. Um, Very, very, very appreciative. Definitely. Like a lot of people that it's just like go through life and like everybody dies, but not everybody lives, you know? And I really, really want to just go out and have life experiences, not be at a nine to five job, which totally okay to have that and support your dreams. But I don't want to be living somebody else's dream, hating what I'm doing, looking forward to the weekend, just to drink and everything like that. Like I want to go out and experience the world and, and live a life that I, I am fulfilled, you know, preach it, preach it all day. Um, so you mentioned you want to fight all around the world. Do you have like a dream venue or stadium or something you'd like to fight in someday? Um, not necessarily definitely want to fight in you know a different country like they they just went to paris that's amazing yeah. mm-hmm. that would be awesome just going yeah. so, just journeying and being able to experience things really yeah for sure what about like a dream fight whether it's a current fighter a retired fighter a fighter from a video game or a movie or something fictional any any dream fight you'd like a fun exhibition match against <laughs> um 
I'm not sure. I guess I never really oh, cool. thought about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Don't be sorry. That's uh, It's just a fun question. Some people have an answer. Some people don't. You got to fight the focus on anyways, you know? Um, yeah. So obviously, I don't need to tell you this. This is for the people watching who don't fight, who don't train, who don't interview fighters. Fighting can be an extremely demanding and challenging sport, right? I mean, you have the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. You have extremely hard, physically demanding, mentally demanding days. When things are rough, whether it's like after a bad day in training camp or even just like doubting yourself in bed late at night, what keeps you going? What keeps you motivated? What keeps you inspired? Um, I, I would say, well, sometimes, you know, like you said, you have a bad night at the gym or whatever and sometimes you can really blow that up and get in your head and it actually wasn't as bad as you thought it was you're just really your own worst enemy that night but sometimes I'll go in my car and cry on the way home and then I collect myself and be like I'm gonna go back tomorrow and I'm gonna try again you know I can't I can't like like the more you feed that stuff it's it's good to acknowledge emotions and things like that it means you care but I'm not gonna try to dwell on that because that's where doubt starts to come in and everything else. And I've dealt with a lot of that in my life. Some days it's harder than others. I think everybody's experienced that some days it's steps forward. Some it's a few more steps back, but it's just more, it's just more of a, just trying to confront that, be able to feel everything and then just keep going because I have goals in mind. Ultimately there's like places I want to be and, and to get there, I just have to keep going, right? Like if I quit, like that's, I, you know, that's not going to do me any good. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Um, so aside from Marnik the fighter, tell me about you as a person. Like, you know, we just talked about you're in Montana, you, you hike all the time, you love the outdoors, but like when you're not in a cage, when you're not training, what are you doing to, to pass, pass time? Definitely uh, during the weekends we hike, like there's some weekends we've done like between 10 to 14 miles. Um, camping. I like rocks. I don't know a ton about them. I'm not super into looking everything up. I like the way they look, some of them, the way they make me feel. When we go hiking, usually I'll have a backpack with me and it's not uncommon for us to walk back and it just be loaded with rocks. And then um, let's see, I, I like Pokemon. Um, I do like video games. I was playing Fortnite earlier um, when I couldn't sleep this morning. So I got up and just played Fortnite. Um, I, I do like to watch the cooking channel, especially when I'm weight cutting. It, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's just I really like watching people um, make food. And that's one thing, too, is I would really like to meet uh, Gordon Ramsay. And he has that Hell's, is it Hell's Kitchen? Is that what it is? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. The show. And, mm -hmm. and he has it in Vegas. And I've seen fighters on there. I've seen, you know, boxers on there. And I'm like, I want to go on there. I would like to meet him. You know, that'd just be cool. <laughs> I love Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's like a dream of mine too. Um, so I just have to ask you a few things just about some of what you just talked about. Um, on your Instagram, sorry if you don't mean to air this, but you put it on Instagram, you know, oh, you yeah. post you post pictures of yourself uh, without some clothes on, getting that sun rays in. The only reason yeah. I'm asking you about this is because me and my fiance do this too and everybody freaking laughs at us and calls us crazy. But what does that, what does that do for you? Like, Tell people about, I don't know, I call it sunning, but what, like, just, just explain that energy you get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, honestly, it's like, if people haven't done it, they don't understand, which that's, that's okay. And like you said, I know you, you do all that outdoorsy stuff too. So you kind of get it, but I don't know, just having, sometimes I'll hike and I'll be barefoot just depending 
if the ground, you know, is okay to do that. Not to lots of pokey stuff, but um, that I like the way that I feel like energy coming from the earth and grounding and it's just, it's really freeing, you know, like I just feel like just being able to strip all of like society's expectations and maybe emotions, I'm feeling anything and just being out in the sun and just, it's this, like, this is my body and I am proud of it. And it's like, this is just for me. And I'm, I'm learning to be more um, confident and okay with myself. And I don't know, it's, it's really hard to explain unless you get it, you know, you try it. I get it. I get it. You get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to explain. It's just, it's the feeling. It's very freeing. Yeah, for sure. Um, another question I have, just because I see this on your Instagram too, I noticed that when you hike, you usually carry a firearm with you. I asked this because I'm a big gun guy. I love guns. Um, yeah. Do you carry a firearm for like animal life protection? Um, I carry, you never, you just, I have one with me for whatever. So does my fiance. Mine's a nine millimeter um I just yeah I have it we run into bears that happens like our last last week we heard a bear you know and we don't you know or if you have to fire a warning shot we've had a pack of wolves before um they were off yonder but it's like that definitely gives you an extra little sense of security I have bear spray too but I am terrified I'm gonna end up like doing it in the wind or something and just comes back in my eyes you know, something crazy. And it's just, you know, I've done, I've done safety and everything. I know how to use it. So it's just definitely something that, that I think you should have when you're hiking. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just curious because, you know, I'm out in Pennsylvania, we have wildlife and, you know, in our state law, you're allowed to like openly carry a handgun for wildlife protection on hiking or fishing or hunting. But you know, the, the biggest thing we have here, are like little brown bears or big cougars. So I just like to ask that one out in montana you guys got the big stuff we got right the grizzlies yeah. yeah we have the grizzly there there was a video i think it was in glacier park just recently that there was um a mama moose and she had two calves and there was like they're kind of by the visitor center and my mom sent it to me and the bear has been following them all day and it just came up and snatched one of them and all the visitors got to see it like there's videos of it but then it came up for the next baby and the moose got upset, obviously, chased it, and the bear hit and ran into, like, the visitor's center, broke the glass and everything. It's crazy. That's And moose, they are super dangerous, too. Like, you don't want to be caught with one of those in the woods, either, especially pissed off. <laughs> no, moose are, like, as dangerous as hippos. That's what they say. Like They're huge. They are yeah. huge. If one of my worst fears is seeing, being out on a hike, in, like, on a vacation, and seeing a mama bear and a baby bear, or a mama moose and a baby moose because those mamas mm -hmm. they mess you up and i don't want that i don't want that yeah. smoke <laughs> yeah very very uh protective yes yeah um do you hunt or fish at all that was my last question about your uh your hobbies um i have not i didn't grow up hunting or anything gage is gonna take me hopefully this year um fishing i've done a little bit when i was a kid i used to do it with my uncle all the time uh, we went up to one lake where Gage and I stayed with just our sleeping bags and we brought a fishing pole. I didn't catch anything that day, but I do it a little bit. I'm, I'm a big fisherman. That's why I ask. And I, I really want to go trout fishing in Montana someday. It's on, on the bucket list. So if I'm there, awesome. I'll hit you up and the three of us can, uh, can get some trout. Or something. <laughs> um, so Marnik, before we get out of here, I just want to give you the chance, you know, you're going to have a lot of new eyes on you this week and in the future when you're on the roster you're, you got your families watching, your, your friends watching, supporters. I just want to give you the mic. What do you have to say to your people? Uh, just 
really, I, I am blown away by the amount of support I have. There's people that are in different states that I didn't even know knew who I was, you know, that message me and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just tell me good luck and everything. They'll be watching. And um, I'm just really grateful for the amount of support I have. My family, my state is behind me, all my friends, all the people in my gym. I'm just so grateful for all of it. So thank you everybody for the amazing love and support that I receive, you know? <laughs> well, Hey, you deserve it. You know, 10 and no, not nine and no, 10 and no as a fighter, yeah. uh, a lot of hard work put in and it's finally paying off. You get that big shot Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, September 13th on Dana White's contender series, Marnik man, five and oh, the sawed off savage. That's so, mm, so badass. So for real, Marnik, thank you so much. Please kick some ass on Tuesday night. And when you get that dub, when you get that UFC debut scheduled, we'll do it again, okay? Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me too. Of course, of course. Thanks for your time.